tuning into our screams into the void. This is a podcast where we rant, complain, jest, and discuss whatever we want. Because it's our void, so we can do whatever we want. Today, we are talking about complainer's guilt and feelings of self-doubt. So first, we're going to talk about complainer's guilt. And some of you may not know what that is or what we're kind of talking about. So... Let's just each give our personal definition of complainer's guilt. Well, it is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. It's when you feel, you have these opinions inside that you want to complain about, but you don't want to (sighs) express them. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel complainer's guilt quite a lot. Um, And how I define it is... Like, if, for example, I'm having a bad day, or if I'm tired, if I didn't get enough sleep, or if it's just, like, random little things that aren't really complaints, they're just, like, random, I guess, things that you say, like, oh, I'm so hungry. You feel complainer's guilt because you feel like you're not, you don't deserve to complain about that stuff. Right. Due to your current circumstances. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let's... Let's dive in a little bit deeper about that. So, um, when do you feel complainer's guilt, Kara? When do you feel the most? When do I feel the most? Is when I say something trivial Mm -hmm. that isn't really important, but I know people don't care when I say it. Okay. So, like... Like you say, like, I'll be like, wow, I am so tired. And I'll be bad because I'm like, no one actually cares. (laughs) Yeah. I feel it more yeah I feel it when I'm like tired or I feel it when I'm like feeling stressed out or feeling down yeah uh-huh especially when I feel sad I'll, yeah. I'll think back and feel really bad about things that I've said yeah you know yeah I feel it a lot when talking about college as well which I will get into so yeah um So let's get into why we feel complainer's guilt, because I think this is really basically the root of the issue. So do you want to go first or should I? Why don't you open up the conversation? (sighs) Okay, I have a lot to say about this because (laughs) I feel complainer's guilt quite a lot. And I feel it, for example, um, one time I feel it, let's just go with the most basic example and say like, when I'm tired, I'll you know, go to bed, not get a lot of sleep or not get quality sleep. And I'll wake up and I'll have to do things the next day. And I'll be like, oh man, I'm so tired. Or the more common one is I get home from a day at school or from work and I go, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. That was such a long day. And then I will feel guilty about complaining about that because my parents work all day versus me who just goes to school. And then I feel like, oh, I shouldn't be complaining. There are probably people who are more tired or who are more deserving to be complaining about how tired they are or, you know, that kind of a thing. I'm going to use a real life example. This past week, we've had a few friends who were sick. Oh, yeah. And last week, I went through a tough time of being tired all the time. I don't know why. I was getting eight hours of sleep, recommended time. When I get to school... I'd feel so tired, like I needed to nap. And I would say, oh my goodness, I'm so tired. I don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. And I'd say it to our sick friends. 
and they'd be like, yeah, how do you think I feel? Mm-hmm. And then I would feel so bad because I'd be like, oh my gosh, at least I'm not sick. I'm in good health. Right. Do I really have the grounds to say this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, then I want to, <laughs> like, the time where I feel the worst, like, complainer's guilt, which honestly, is that even a term? I think we just made it up. Yeah. Well. But maybe it is a thing. But the time I feel it the most is when. I, it's been lately when I'm applying for scholarships because I personally, due to my circumstances, I am an upper middle class white person. (laughs) So I don't get a lot of the financial aid or I don't get a lot of scholarships for um, like necessity. Like I don't get a lot of grant money or scholarships because I need it because I don't need it my parents and I can afford to pay for quite a bit of my schooling and so obviously that money should go to kids who cannot afford to go to school at all and that's the only way they could afford it but I do feel a little bit sad because I'm applying to these scholarships and I honestly feel like I am working quite hard but I'm just not getting as much as someone else. And in my in my heart and in my head, I know that they deserve it more than me. But I also feel like, oh man, I've worked so hard. I wish I could get, you know, some free money too. Because especially since it's that time of year where, you know, all of us are seniors and all of these people in our class are like talking about, oh, did you do this scholarship? Oh, here's how much money I got in my thing. And it's just slightly disheartening when you think about, oh, I'm not really getting that. But also, I don't really deserve to complain about that because I am in a very fortunate position where I don't need that in order to go to school at all. That's just something that would be a perk and that would be helpful to me, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm in the same boat as you. (laughs) I'm also white and from a middle class family. So... Obviously, I don't need as much support money-wise as other people. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, our family used to be small. It was four people. But a few years ago, it expanded to seven people. Right. And my parents had a hard time juggling finances and trying to find the line of what you can spend and what you can't spend and what's important and what's not important. So now I'm not getting any financial support throughout college from them. It's all Mm -hmm. coming from me. So I feel like, why am I not getting more money from these scholarships? Right. And it's because they see on paper that I come from a family that does financially well. And we live in a good neighborhood and stuff like that. And there are people who are more deserving. Mm -hmm. But I still feel like I should get the money. And then I feel bad about that. Because other people need it more than I do, I guess. Yeah, you're in more of a position to complain about that than me. Because... My parents have been saving for a long time, and I've pretty, pretty, I've saved my money pretty good, I would say. So, yeah, I've just, I'm in a good spot. So I don't really deserve to complain, and I feel bad, especially because when I do complain about that stuff, my parents will be like, well, when I was your age, I got no financial support. Or So I just, it's just so hard because you beat yourself up over that. And I don't know how to stop complaining. 
I guess, because I think it's a hard line to walk because in some circumstances, like for the college thing, I should just stop complaining and be grateful for what I have. And that's something I'm actively trying to do my best because I I realize I am very fortunate. But then for other things, like if you're feeling down about yourself or if you're having a bad day, you you think, oh, someone else is having a worse day. Someone out there didn't get to eat today or something. And I did. And that's a good thing to be grateful for and a good thing to practice. But I feel like you shouldn't, I think mental health is really important. And Mm -hmm. if you don't, allow yourself to feel bad for yourself and to recognize that you're not doing the greatest, then that's also not good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, someone else's troubles don't diminish your own. Exactly. But also, it's better to practice thankfulness and being grateful and gratitude you know Mm -hmm. you've just got to find the line yeah and it's a tricky line to find it's hard I'm working on it I feel like we all are in a gray area right now like you and me are in a gray area trying to figure out what's when you can complain and when you cannot complain right and I don't know if we'll ever find that line right and I don't know if we'll always doubt this but I, we have to assume that one day we'll find out yeah i think once we get into college and once we know we plan out things right it'll get better yeah and also i think it com- it's a thing that comes with your life experience yeah because we're very young right now so that's another thing like i don't deserve to complain because i'm so young but I feel like you shouldn't automatically just diminish someone's or, like, disregard someone's feelings or their problems because they're young, you know? Right, yeah. Because it, it, it's hard. And I'm sure there are things that are going to be way harder. But we just have to... We're not in those... In that time of our life yet. And we haven't mm-hmm. had those experiences yet. So we can't really go off of that. So... Maybe yeah. we should just... Be nicer to each other. <laughs> that is the key thing, I think, is to be nicer to True. each other. And to be understanding. Because we're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. All our friends are going off to college next year. And right now, I'm looking in the face of $120,000 of debt. <laughs> so yeah, boy. It's just not a great time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Great. Okay. So, yeah. Um... Let's take a break and we'll be right back to talk about self-doubt. Welcome back. Uh, Now we're going to dive into the issue of self-doubt. Yeah. So, Becca, why don't you explain to us what self-doubt is? Well, again, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's when you have feelings of doubt about yourself, your opinions, your actions your appearance basically that's how i would define it i heavily heartily agree with that (laughs) like a good bowl of soup (laughs) like a good bowl of soup all right great so yeah so when do we feel it the most i usually feel it i feel it a lot when i'm talking to our friends 
or when I am talking about something that I thought I knew and then someone else rebuttals with their own beliefs and I think it's better than what I believe in. I always think that I'm inferior to people and so that my emotions and opinions don't count or matter. Mm. You see, I am kind of the opposite because as you may have heard, I am a Leo rising. So <laughs> oh, shut up. I don't really I always think I'm right. So can't really relate too much on that. But Kara, I'm interested to hear what what when you experience your self doubt. You already kinda said that. But like like what's a specific example that you could give us? So like my political views. Not to okay. turn this political. But well, I, but to turn this political. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I have Republican views. Now, that doesn't say that I support what Republicans are doing right now. Mm -hmm. That's just my belief system. But with you and most of our friends, not to label you or anything, Mm -hmm. but you guys mostly have Democratic views. I I wouldn't... And you wouldn't say that, but that's how I feel. That's how I view it. So I always feel like (laughs) with my Republican views, you will always knock me down with whatever I say. Uh, and you've done it in the past before. Yeah. So that is what leads me to think that my opinions are always going to be inferior. Okay. Okay. Well, first off, I personally, I am not super involved with politics. I'm not super knowledgeable about politics. I really only know about, um, like, I don't know a lot about policy or anything, but I just know about, like, topics. Mm-hmm. I don't really know about what uh, the Democratic kind of uh, politicians think about that. I don't really know a lot about that, but I do know what I believe. And I would have to agree that, that those beliefs tend to be a little bit more liberal or left-leaning in nature rather than right-leaning or conservative, but... We did use those terms. Thank you, (laughs) yes. I'm taking civics, in case you're wondering. (laughs) So, I mean, I feel like... Okay, I know that I have... We've had our disagreements in the past, and continue to, and I'm sure we will in the future. And... My goal, whenever we talk about that and we disagree, my goal, and I apologize if I'm doing it unknowingly, my goal is to never cut you down or make you feel that way, but I just, I'm a little impatient and I want to express my opinion when I want to express it, so sometimes I end up cutting people off, which is not good, but that's another issue, and I don't want to make you feel like your opinions or anything or your beliefs are wrong. I just, my goal is to make, like, in a debate or in an argument, I just want people to try and see it from my point of view. And some things I feel quite strongly about, which is where the emotion comes from, Mm -hmm. which might make you feel sad, which I apologize for, because that's not my goal. But it's okay. (laughs) Uh, I will widen it to our whole friend group, so it's not just you. Okay. But sometimes it's like you don't intentionally do this, 
but it's almost as though you gang up on me. Oh. And some sometimes one of our friends has my back during this, but usually I'm alone in my yes. beliefs. So it's like you throw in some evidence and someone else has this opinion and then, oh, here's another thing to support all that. So I have this huge argument and then there's me, my one little itty bitty sentence response. And I'm like, how do I justify myself to this huge cloud of you're wrong? Right. Yeah, I, I see how that is tough. But I don't know how to fix that for you because I can't change people to agree with you i know i know just the circumstances so i guess i just have to find new friends (laughs) okay Um, but like aside from politics what are other times that you would feel self-doubt um like looking in the mirror everyone feels self-doubt looking in the mirror you pick out all your flaws and you're like this is ugly this is awful right and I don't know how to stop that. I don't think anyone in this world loves themselves 100%. Oh, no. So I guess we'll all just suffer together. <laughs> this is rough because these are difficult issues that I don't have an answer for and I don't have a solution for. I don't know. What I try to do is find the things that I do like about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you keep reminding yourself that it's not all bad, there are some positives. That's what keeps me okay. Like, I really like my eyes. Okay. They're a bluish gray. So I'll always, when I look in the mirror, I'll be like, how could I bring those out with, like, what eyeshadow colors? I try and focus on that mm-hmm. instead of everything else, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, insecurities, of, like, of physical things, I feel like I don't feel that as much as insecurities about personality flaws because we all have them and honestly some things you can't fix some things you shouldn't fix because it's who you are and especially with physical things you usually can't fix that Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily you should fix it to be perfect or anything but it is difficult to embrace those things yeah (sighs) so I don't know I I like your idea of like focusing on the positive and for me it's like if there's something negative about my appearance or about myself or maybe it's my attitude that day that I'm thinking wow I wish this wasn't like this what I try to do is make it work (laughs) if that makes sense like for example for a physical thing like my hair always looks terrible but like honestly Honestly, I don't really care that much. It doesn't ruin my day or anything when I look in the mirror. I'm just like, oh, there's that hair. Oh, well. So when I make it work, I found, like, two to three hairstyles that I'm like, this looks okay. And I just stick to that. And that's what I do. And then for, like, if it's a personality thing, if I am one day being really, like, snippy or being, like, rude to someone. I try and kind of lessen that by, like, the next day or, like, later or after I realize how I'm being snippy and rude, I either try and apologize to the people that I was rude to and be like, sorry, just having an off day, being a little rude, I apologize, or I just kind of 
be a little bit more nice and complimentary and more mellow and chill the next time or the rest of the time to kind of make up for that. Does that make any sense? It makes sense. I just don't see it when expressed to me. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. What am I... No, I was going to say, when am I ever rude to you? And that's like, um, all the all time. The time. <laughs> okay, what do you mean? Nothing. It was a joke. Don't worry. Was it a joke? Also, you can't see her hair, but it looks fine. She has good hair. Well, that's because I washed it today. It's just Becca has really thin hair. So that's the <sighs> issue. So And it always looks greasy. But whatever. That's why they invented dry shampoo. <laughs> yeah. So um, another time. When I feel self-doubt the most. I have not problem sleeping, but I'm not able to fall asleep right away. Mm -hmm. So in the past, I would just lay there mm -hmm. and I'd start thinking of like all the things I'd done that day mm -hmm. and just doubting myself for what I did and feeling bad. Mm -hmm. Getting that complainer's guilt back in here. I would always feel that before I went to bed and that would make me stay up later and I would mm -hmm. never get enough sleep. Do you ever have that? Oh. Yes. I don't necessarily nitpick my whole day because I have a very, like, terrible short-term memory, so I honestly forget what happens throughout most of my day. But what I do is I stress myself out by thinking of all the things that I didn't do that day that I should have done. Like, like I always make daily to-do lists for myself, so if I didn't check off everything on my to-do list, I'm like, oh, gotta do that tomorrow, gotta do this, 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 and this. Why didn't I do that today? Why did I waste so much time doing random stuff I didn't need to be doing? that's what I do well at night I always think like why did I say that or was doing this okay or was it too on the edge you know that's what I go back and think of when do you ever say stuff that's on the edge I don't know like sometimes I'll say things where I'm like should not have said that because sometimes I make people feel really bad and I mm -hmm. understand that with you, if I say something bad, I know that you can take it. <laughs> but there are some people that have not as much self-confidence as me. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's just because you're rubber and everything bounces off of you. you also I'm rubber and you're glue. And whatever <laughs> bounces off of me goes and sticks onto you. Is that the saying? Yeah, I think Is that so. something from TikTok? No, that's Thank like Thank God. Thing. No, but... With some people, it's just, I don't know what I'm trying to say. They can't take a joke. True, yes. Some people cannot take a joke. But also, most people don't have the same sense of humor as us. True. And a big thing in our friend group is making fun of each other or being mean to each other for comedic effect, which is a problem <laughs> in and of itself. So anyway, back to the sleeping thing. <laughs> what I've found to do is I've gotten a nightly routine now. Mm -hmm. So I'll watch an episode of a dumb show because mm -hmm. I like watching dumb shows. Not that you have to watch a dumb show. <laughs> but I usually watch either Letterkenny or King of the Hill because of the two shows I can vibe with anytime. Okay. So I'll watch one episode of that and then I'll go on my coloring app and I'll listen oh. to a podcast while I color and I'll listen to one oh. episode of a podcast. And then by then I start to get sleepy because my eyes, like, I keep my brightness a little bit up, so it makes my eyes tired, which is not good for my eyes and probably why I wear glasses, <laughs> but it works. And then by then, I'll be super tired, and I'll put on some classical music as I fall asleep, 
And that's how I fall asleep. I fall asleep listening to classical music almost every night. Yeah. You see, I haven't really figured out a good way to fall asleep without that stuff happening. Uh, the only way I figured out is to kind of just tire myself out. Because once I feel tired, I can sleep and hit the hay pretty much anywhere and I'm good. So I have an easy time like falling asleep, but getting ready to the t- point where I want to fall asleep is what's hard for me. And I haven't really figured it out. The only thing I do is I just like stay up and keep doing stuff. Like I'll get up and clean my room or I'll I'll do homework or I'll watch like TV and videos, but that doesn't like make me tired. It just keeps me awake. I got you. And then I don't fall asleep at a good time and then it's just bad. And that's something I'm working on. Um because the best thing to do for me that always calms me down is reading. But then I get so into my book yeah. that I can't mm-hmm. stop reading and I want to keep reading. So even when I'm tired, I stay up to keep reading the good book. So like if anyone has any suggestions, that would be appreciated cuz I'm struggling with that currently. Speaking of suggestions, feel free to hit us up on any of our social media to leave us a thought, a rant, an opinion, anything you want to tell us, and maybe one day we will anonymously feature you on our show. Becca, why don't you tell them our handles on all our social media? All right. On Instagram, it's our underscore screaming underscore void. On Twitter, it's our underscore void. On Tumblr, it's r-screams-into-the-void. And of course, you can submit questions to us through the Anchor app in audio form. So, yeah, hit us up on there. uh, And maybe you'll be featured. So, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.